Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This is the broadcast for May 31st in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. We're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. I hope you had an elongated, thought-filled, reflective, celebratory, all the above, Memorial Day weekend. You know, it's controversial today. You can't celebrate because then, hey, you're, you know, not being reverent or reverencing or, you know, taking seriously those who have gone before us. I think you can do all of the above, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think it's a mockery to celebrate the well-lived lives, the sacred sacrifice for uh, all that we hold dear. I don't think it's a conflict of interest to uh, be on one hand celebratory for the freedoms we have, for the kind of lives we have because of their sacrifice. At the same time, it does take reverence. We had our guest on Mr. Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org, first hour yesterday. We were indeed live for Memorial Day, and we wish you a happy Memorial Day and extended weekend, and we hope you take a moment to reflect on why Memorial Day really exists. We talked about repentance is the sovereign remedy to the problems we face today. We talked about what's Biden's end game in the Ukraine. Ron Paul wrote that incredible column. We talked about there is a reason that our Constitution grants war powers to the legislative branch, ladies and gentlemen, forcing members of the House and the Senate to really define goals, to assign budgets, to define when we're in a war, when we're out of a war. Uh, the greatest body of elected officials represented by directly by the people. That was the intent. Ladies and gentlemen, isn't it time that we stand up and demand that both parties in Congress start asking hard questions about why are we in so many theaters of operation, militarily speaking, why we're backing the military-industrial complex, why we're spending so much time on war on Decoration Day, Shouldn't we be leading with peace in our hearts? Shouldn't we be a light on a hill following Savior Jesus Christ? Yeah. We also talked about the 3rd Congressional District debate on uh, last Thursday uh, with Lowell. We talked about hardening soft targets, Eric Peters. LouRockwell.com, pull your kids out of the government school ASAP. In a homeschool, parents can provide better protection. They can jettison a lot of the bogus education going on and teach truly reading, writing, arithmetic, and history, making a true difference in children's lives. You've got to pull your kids out of school immediately. Uh, We also talked about this great article, Why I Took a Gun to School. Uh, We talked about the awareness website. It's called drugawareness.org, and it talks about a young man, uh, Corey, who uh, literally was on psychotropic drugs didn't feel good in the morning, went back to sleep, woke up in detention. Turns out that he took a gun to school, didn't know what he was doing. It was the psychotropic drugs. Uh, Ann Blake Tracy serves as the executive director of the International Coalition for Drug Awareness. And uh, bottom line is these pharmaceutical drugs make people go crazy. 
and no one's talking about this in relation to what happened in Texas. I don't know why, but they're not. Was this child on psychotropic drugs? Was he receiving mental health counseling? Was there some kind of a military tie or some government provocateurs surrounding this gentleman? We need to dig in and find out those things. That wrapped up Hour 1 with Lowell Nelson. Hour 2 we had on Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com. And we talked about, is the pen more powerful than the sword, ladies and gentlemen? In other words, is the word of God, is the word more powerful than war? I think the answer is yes. We talked about the Book of Mormon and another testament of Jesus Christ. Alma 30, verse 5, and it talks about that very thing. The preaching of the word had the great tendency to lead the people to do that which is right. Right? Had the tendency to teach people to do that which is just. It had more powerful effect on the minds of the people than even the sword or anything else. So they thought we ought to try the word of God. So we talked in detail about The Chosen, the incredible TV series, 2017. The Chosen is a television drama based on the life of Jesus of Nazareth. Dallas Jenkins was the writer, uh, etc., the producer. Uh, incredible film, one of the greatest movies ever crowdfunded in history, by the way. And why haven't more people seen The Chosen? Because you know what? We can influence minds and change hearts more with the Word of God than any other way. And if we teach people about God, family, and country, and if they understand who they are from a godly heritage point of view, the Bible teaches us that we're literally the offspring of God Almighty, uh, then if we have a tie to God, we have this godly heritage, and then we have this tremendous American heritage, this legacy set forth by our founding fathers by sacrificed, uh, sacrifice and love and by turning to God rather than government. Wow, what a Memorial Day to celebrate. Speaking of that, let's bring in Sheriff Richard Mack to celebrate this extended Memorial Day weekend with us. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Tuesday morning. Amen to that. What do you think? Have you seen The Chosen? No, I haven't. All right, we've got to let you watch that. It's tremendous. It's really, really, really good. I think you would really enjoy it. Sure and it's, in my mind, one of the great solutions we have uh, available to us to uh, following Christ, learning more about his life. You know, we can lead by following the Prince of Peace. And that is one of the great solutions we have at our fingertips. I want to talk about these historic May storms. I don't know if you've seen this, but, man, there's crazy stuff going on. Tornadoes are touching down. Hurricanes are hitting Mexico. Heat waves are hitting certain areas of the country. Freezing cold temperatures are hitting other areas of the country. Um, wacky weather going on. It's a sign of the times, sir. Uh, not to mention uh, Lake Mead uh, at the Arizona and Nevada border. Um, it has gone down 180 feet or so, whatever it is. It's it's really an astronomical change. And uh, <laughs> the the, the uh, weird side of that is that they they keep finding bodies and and uh, other evidence of crimes uh, because the water has gone down so low that uh, they've now found places where mafia dumped uh, some of their victims. Uh, it's uh, I did see it. Uh, I saw Lake Mead, and um, it, it's, uh, it's scary looking at it. Uh, and the water is drying up in California and uh, – Nevada and their biggest source of uh, 
water supply, Lake Mead, is going dry. And uh, you're right. I mean, uh, there's so many different weather patterns uh, right now that it's uh, uh, mind-boggling. Now, I don't know if you know this about Lake Mead. Uh, many people aren't really aware of this, but this is uh, interesting to say the least. Um, Lake Mead is a reservoir formed by the Hoover Dam on the Colorado River in the southwestern United States. It's located in the states of Nevada and Arizona. It's the largest reservoir in the United States, according to water capacity. Did you know it was that big? I knew it was huge, but I didn't know it was the largest. Yeah, I've walked it before. My family took a little tour of it once. And, uh, yeah, um, uh, I do remember that now that you mentioned that. That's huge, though, man. It's in Nevada and yeah, Arizona, 24 miles uh, basically east of Vegas, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's a monstrous uh, building. I mean, uh, well, it's not a bit. Well, it is kind of a building because you do walk through it and whatnot. But it is an absolute amazing uh, uh, event uh, when they first did that and uh, putting people back to work kind of thing. But uh, it's a monstrous facility, and uh, it's uh, awesome. It's it's very awe-inspiring uh, to to be there to look at it to see how this thing works. Uh, but it's uh, equally and likewise uh, devastating to look at where the water's going. Uh, and I really believe uh, you you and I talked about this numerous times, and I was kind of involved in it uh, a couple of different times. When the government shuts down the water, and they did this in California in the Napa Valley, and for years, decades, it happened under the Obama administration, and uh, maybe even before somewhat with uh, Bush, uh, but it was it was amazing uh, that the devastation was caused by government, uh, and I believe that that's uh, still happening. And, uh, you know, I, I suggested when I went there to speak that the sheriffs involved in the 25 counties or so that were affected by this in California should have walked right back up to the, quote, federally uh, controlled uh, dam and turn on the water. And I actually took a ride there with uh, uh, Sheriff Warnke uh, from uh, that area and. Um, Gee, I can't remember the name of his county now, but it's right in the middle of all of that. Uh, and on one side, it, you, it, there's almonds growing, and then on the other side of the road, it's dust. And it's been affecting California and their economy for decades now, and nobody has the guts just to go turn the water back on. And uh, they did it also in the Klamath Falls. I went there for a rally, and I spoke at Klamath Falls. And they just turned off the water. Why? Because they had to see if it was affecting the little minnow fish in the the river. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Sheriff Richard Mack. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. This is a battle. A battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media 
that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com. We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at FreedomFactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. FreedomFactor.org. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier. And this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. All right, we're talking about wacky weather a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Historic May storms are interesting. You've literally got flooding. You've literally got hurricanes. You've got tornadoes. You've got heat waves. You've got cold snaps. It is just wow going on, folks. We talked about Lake Mead, the largest man-made lake in the United States. There's 10 of the largest man-made lakes in the United States, and they're kind of interesting. Lake Mead, Nevada. Lake Powell, Arizona. Lake Sakakalia, North Dakota. Lake Ophi, I think it is, South Dakota. Um, Fort Peck Lake, Montana. Franklin Lake, Washington. Cumberland Lake, Kentucky. Uh, Lake Canucanusa. I don't know how you say this. Anyway, it's Montana. Shasta Lake, California, Toledo Bank, Louisiana, Texas. So Louisiana, Texas, Kentucky, but other than that, you know, you've got pretty much these Rocky Mountain uh, states and west, all west of the Mississippi, all man-made huge bodies of water, uh, Sheriff. Yeah, I'm familiar with some of those, and uh, it it uh, is really uh, scary uh, what our government is doing. Uh, about all of this and and causing it uh, literally as i said klamath falls the water was shut down to numerous farmers uh farmers were ready to uh take up arms and uh go a, a violent a violent protest against the government uh to get their farms and ranches uh back open klamath falls one of the most fertile places in america uh and uh the government just capriciously shuts it down. 
uh, and, and so they could do an environmental impact study on the, the uh, blue minnow, whatever it was called at the time. I can't remember, but it was some minnow. And uh, they never take into consideration uh, the people affected and really don't care. Uh, and that's pretty much the entire environmental movement. Uh, it just is such a lack of concern for people. And again, just kind of like the Bundys, uh, destroying ranches and farms that have been in their families for over 100 years. Um, many of these farms were there 90 to 100 years, way before anything like that, uh, any problem with the blue minnow. Or, and and it's, it's really scary that we have allowed the government to take this kind of position of force, of control, and uh, monitoring and mandating our lives from from every from every angle, uh, and then the recent two the past two years is just a, a an absolute increase uh, of all of that to show people who's boss in this country and that government reigns and government is king. And I totally agree with you what you said earlier. You know, uh, we could solve this by repenting. And there was a congressman from uh, from Alabama who. I was saying basically that he says we've got to get back to our moral values and we've got to teach moral values to our children and we've all got to get back to those fundamental values and and so I you know it is again what you and I have talked about it is looking like all of this is aimed at uh, destroying our food supply uh, in the country which would do it to the world and uh, that has me very alarmed and um, uh, again pressing the button for people to be prepared well not only is the government trying to control your waterways ladies and gentlemen denying access to water etc 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 but now over this memorial day weekend 2500 plus flights canceled uh, botch Memorial Day weekend. So now you got the government in charge of flights, the government and supposedly the private airlines in bed together. And, uh, you know, they canceled a lot of flights because of weather. They canceled a lot of flights because of computer glitches and everything in the past. Uh, but since COVID now, we're just seeing an unprecedented cancel the flight, change the flight. Nothing when you book an airline can be counted on anymore. Uh, Sheriff Mack, they, I literally have booked a, a bunch of different flights this year for different reasons, and I get changes. They're a half hour earlier. They're a half hour later. They're, this flight's canceled. We've moved you to this flight. And the latest shenanigans is I was flying straight from Utah to Kansas City. Um, it was set for a straight-through flight when I booked it. Now they're going to book me through another city. So they changed the straight-through flight now to a, you know, you got to go land somewhere, another stop along yeah, the way. Connection. connection or, so... This is just disaster. When you look at the manipulation of the water, uh, what's going on with the weather, then you look at the flights. America's becoming an absolutely unreliable place on every front. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then uh, I just saw another article this morning about chemtrails. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, uh, it's just one thing after another. And to be quite honest, I've never really uh, bought into the chemtrail thing, but uh, it uh, certainly lo looks like uh, they want to control absolutely uh, everything going on with Mother Nature, uh, with how and when or even if uh, 
people or children or babies are born. Uh, and it's gotten uh, so debased. And there's such debauchery and corruption going on that uh, it it really makes you wonder who's in charge, you know, who really is in charge. And I sure pray that our sheriffs wake up and save America politically, but I sure, uh, just as you alluded to, I really do hope that we wake up and return to God and ask him to heal our hearts and heal our land. Well, that's only going to happen if we repent and turn to God. I'll tell you that right now. But, man, I look at the <clears throat> the places we're talking about right now. And what we're really discussing in my mind is choke points, Sheriff. If you control all the waterways uh, in America, climate change at the helm and all the uh, repercussions of that down the line, you control the airlines. In other words, the primary method of travel in America today, at least if you're talking about long distances. Uh, and then you literally now start to push for gun control and control the right for the people to keep and bear arms. Um, you mix that with the COVID restrictions we've seen in the last two years. And if they back into any of that for any reason, look, your whole life's liberties will be changed in an instant, Sheriff. Yeah, yeah, there's no question, and and it is. And I'm really um, afraid for my children and grandchildren. Uh, you know, I'll be 70 in December. And I know that shocks you. You know, people should, uh, everybody should be thinking, oh, no, wait. How old did that. you say you're going to be? 70. Whoa. Yeah. And so, I, you know, uh, for me personally, <clears throat> my wife and I just had our 47th anniversary. and Congratulations. We were, well, thanks. We were discussing how lucky we've been and what a great life we've had together. And, uh, it For me, I'm completely satisfied. Uh, with the life I've had, but looking at what we're leaving our children and grandchildren, I I really worry about that, and I I want my I want them to be free. I want them to make their own choices. I want them to be able to enjoy the gift of God that was called agency, and that we choose for ourselves, and we run our own lives, and that we have a government that protects that gift. And we've gotten so backwards on all of this, and it just really amazes me how government thinks it owns us and it controls us. And and like the the simulac. But let me stop case. you for a second, not to interrupt, yeah, Sheriff. But when you say government thinks that, uh, I hate to tell you, it's true. Oh no, no, they question. don't just think and, that. But, it's the facts. Why? Because Americans aren't demanding. The checks and balances, because Americans are not engaged in their liberty. They're too tied up in bread and circus, and they're too distracted. And so it, it, it isn't just that the government thinks that. They know that, and it's true. Yeah, they know. Now, it doesn't have to be true, but it is true, right? But many people also want the government to take care of them. They want to be uh, – uh, they want the nanny state. They want somebody feeding us and clothing us and housing us and, and – providing us income and uh, uh, health care and, and, and everything. They, they want 
to be lazy and sit and have government take care of us. And I really think that most people have been brainwashed about that. I think if people really saw that the opportunity to control their own life, they would take it. But so many, but anyway, for whatever reason. You know what I hate to tell you? Here's here's what I hate to tell you. I don't think Americans know how to run their own lives anymore. They've been uh, propagandizing the government schools and the, the nanny states so long, most people don't know how to take care of themselves, Sheriff. Let's talk about it. We'll do it in seconds. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Twelve mass shootings in three days. That's a new total over Memorial Day weekend, fresh off the shooting tragedy in Texas. The Gun Violence Archive says the most happened at parties. The city of Chicago had a violent weekend. Forty-six people were shot. Ten of them were killed. Hurricane Agatha touched down in Mexico's southern coast Monday as heavy storm surges and rains prompted flooding and mudslide warnings. Agatha made landfall about five miles west of Puerto Angel as a Category 2 storm with maximum sustained winds of 105 miles an hour. Despite evidence that China's the country of origin of the COVID-19 outbreak and that it may have even covered up its own role in the pandemic, the nation was elected to the World Health Organization's executive board last week. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-9336. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-9336. 800-444-9336. Former Trump White House advisor Peter Navarro said he's been subpoenaed by federal prosecutors to testify before a grand jury on Thursday about January 6. Navarro said two FBI special agents banged loudly on his door in the early morning hours to present him with a fruit of the poisonous tree. Gun control in Canada goes into hyperdrive. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced a move to freeze the sale and transfer of handguns in the country. It's part of a strict gun control proposal his government introduced on Monday. A new red flag law is also part of the proposal, which would allow a court to prohibit people deemed a threat from owning a gun and allow the government to take away firearms licenses from those who commit domestic violence or criminal harassment. Trudeau said in a statement that one Canadian killed by gun violence is one too many. Unlike the U.S., Canada does not have a constitutional right to own a gun. Still, the announcement comes after the mass shooting at an elementary school in Texas. For USA Radio News, I'm Kenneth Burns in New York. USA Radio News.
All right, back with you live, Sam Bushman and Sheriff Richard Mack. We're talking about the American people and our dependency status. Uh, let me give you two examples to make the point, Sheriff. Right now, in America, you know, you, we find out that the government schools are literally teaching our children perverted sex acts. They're literally promoting this manipulated gender euphoria, transgender dishonesty. They're literally promoting this critical race theory idea. Uh, where they act like everybody who's white is a racist and everybody who's not is a victim. They act like the races are just uh, torn at the seams and everything in America is systemically racist from the get-go and there's no way to avoid it. Okay, they're perpetuating, perpetuating that light. They're literally letting boys go into girls' bathrooms. They're literally promoting all this. And let me tell you what the, the parents do. Instead of yanking their kids out of government school and letting the schools implode tomorrow, Look, if everybody yanked their kids out, they wouldn't be debating school boards. They wouldn't be uh, called terrorists by the FBI. They wouldn't, okay, this wouldn't be happening. The schools would just simply implode and shut down tomorrow. But what they do is they say, I want you to continue to steal money from my neighbor to babysit my children, but you better not teach them bad stuff, nanny. Got it? And now the showdown's on. But parents don't even have the guts to teach their own children or to not rely on the government babysitter nanny much less take control of their own lives, Sheriff. That's just one example to make the point. Well, yes, Sam, and uh, right before the break, I was going to kind of laugh at the situation, but it is a very serious situation about uh, baby formula. But what is what I find laughable about it is that the President of the United States and Congress are now in charge of making sure that your baby has formula. Uh, in any and every problem that comes up is not their legislative or leadership concern. Uh, nobody looks at the Constitution and says, what are you allowed to do? Uh, and what are you not allowed to do? And providing and using the military uh, to uh, import uh, Simulac from uh, Europe is probably not on the list. And as much as I agree that uh, these babies need to eat, uh, there's lots of different alternatives for that. And I could mention several of them, but it's not my business either. And it's just ridiculous. So much has happened to convince people that the government is in charge of everything. And Biden even said that everything that went on during Trump's administration was Trump's fault because this is his country. This is his administration. Man, if you would quote Biden now on that and let this uh, if he were to take blame for everything going on right now, especially the violence, uh, he blamed Trump for that. Uh, and yet it's worse now. Uh, and does anybody wonder why when we have a government that thinks it's in charge of making sure your baby has formula uh, and and that uh, now because of uh, every situation going on with gas and uh, inflation uh, and I still get mad every time I look at the television to see the price of gold and silver because I invested in silver, especially a little bit gold. But uh, silver is the rich man, the poor man's gold, uh, and it, it's uh, astonishing how they're manipulating the markets because 
silver and gold are supposed to go up during inflation. Uh, and they have a little bit, I mean, during the past year, it's gone up a little bit, but right now, most, most of the time it's going down. Uh, silver's gone down from, uh, 27, $28, uh, in the last six months, uh, all the way down to 21. And, and so the manipulation, uh, you, you would think that you would be able, and that's what I did when I said, you would be able to depend on Biden creating more inflation, which is going to have a horrible effect. Uh, on the economy and thus raise the price of gold and silver. And even that you can't count on uh, right now because they are they are controlling and manipulating the markets. And I'm not sure who they are, but it uh, it's just not following the rules of inflation uh, equals a rise in, in the metal markets. And, and it, it's just everything about it is such control and subterfuge and manipulation uh and uh, it just takes me back to how and why did baby formula ever become uh i'll tell you how to extinction an ex-fda official reveals how agency that's the fda caused baby formula crisis ladies and gentlemen now -hmm. the federal government is making plans to help end the supply problem but what happened is you got these baby formula <clears throat> uh, production plants all around the world. Believe it or not, we even get baby formula from Ireland, Sheriff. And there's yeah. these baby formula plants that have they have to have FDA, quote, approval and registration to even make and distribute baby formula. And so when you have government <clears throat> literally in charge of this, you have private companies making it, but government control the private, quote, entities or production. Uh, that's fascism on steroids, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and you got to look at that and go, what on earth is going on? And then because of COVID and because of this and that, and it, you know, A, the government's been at the center of it and controlling these these um, manufacturing plants even around the world. I don't know if people really realize that. I had no idea that government registered uh, baby formula making plants had to have FDA registration and approval, even if the plant's in Ireland. I mean, it's insanity what we've done globally to the supply chain by government meddling uh, in literally everything we eat, breathe, drink. <laughs> the list goes on and on, right? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, that's uh, an excellent point. And uh, you know that if they would just leave the markets uh, to uh, control what goes on with supply and demand, uh, then this would not be happening. But uh, Democrats especially, well, socialists, just as you brought up, socialism on steroids now is happening in America. And it, uh, it we, are, we are reaping the benefits uh, or the <laughs> catastrophe of following the socialists. Uh, and, and yet there's still going to be uh, at least of the people right now, Biden's approval rating down to 34% this morning. So a third of the people like what Biden is doing and like how things are going in in the country. Uh, I I can't imagine that there would be 10 people. uh, And that's about how many people he had to any of his political rallies. Uh, Yeah, but everybody loves it. Donald's taking a beating at the polls. Call it election fraud. Call it what you will. Hey, hey. You know, it used to be everybody was afraid of Donald because they thought, well, you got to be in with Donald. 
or you won't get elected. Now they're learning that, hey, you know what? We don't need Donald anymore. So things are changing, and America is literally loving the Democrats' agenda, Joe Biden's agenda, whatever you want to call it. They're just loving it. There's no connection in the minds of the average American to the trouble we're facing versus the leaders we've put in place. They don't have a connection yet. Americans don't get it. They so just you, think Joe's uh, more likely to send a stimulus check than Donald. Well, yeah, right. Well, you, so you're saying that Trump is not helping the people that he's endorsing? No, he's he's getting a shellacking at the polls, man. He is? Well, his people that he's backing are. Oh, uh, well, he, his endorsement people are winning way more than the ones that are losing. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, oh, let's talk about the top key races. What's the top race Donald's been backing? Isn't it uh, in Georgia? Uh, Where you got Purdue, and, supposedly, Purdue taking on, uh, what's that guy's name? Oh, yeah. That, that Brian Kemp? Joke. Yeah. Well, so, uh, no, he, he took a shellacking in Georgia, and there's no question, but nationwide, Trump's but that, still I'm just telling you, that was ahead. the top race we hoped to win was to reject Brian oh. Kemp and put somebody else in place, right? Well, I thought, I mean, I would have loved to have seen that, but Kemp just was never uh, in trouble in Georgia. I mean, even even the the polls said, if you trust polls, of course, the the people who were polled said, oh, we still like Trump, but there's nothing really wrong with Kemp. And so there was stuff like that. But I think the biggest one right well, now. If you're not, hold on. If you're not very careful, though, then if you're not very careful, Kemp's going to have to face Stacey Abrams. And with a little bit of vote fraud, Stacey will be in. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, no question. Yeah, I worry about I worry about her because uh, the the Democrats know they have to get her in there, and so I think also the Democrats are a little bit concerned uh, because there's a few sheriffs across the country. <laughs> How about uh, Ohio actually, and Pennsylvania? Uh, Trump you, um, endorsed candidates talking? only captured a third of the votes in Ohio and Pennsylvania. Well. Pe- Pennsylvania's big one is Dr. Oz, and, and they haven't finished that one yet, but he's ahead. So I, I know. If you look at all the all the ones that Trump has endorsed, I think he's ahead two to one. Now, I'm not going to lie, but I, that's what uh, I thought. Maybe in sheer numbers of people, but in key races and key battleground realities? Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. Liberty Roundtable Live with Sheriff Richard Mack on your radio. Is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. 
Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I got the deets to the discussion that Sheriff Richard Mack and I are having. Six governor primaries where Trump endorsements have already taken place in 2022. It uh, looks like he's won three, lost three. It's 50-50, ladies and gentlemen. When it comes to date, the senatorial candidates that he's backed have been 100% uh, in his favor of those who have been determined thus far. Um. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's a long story. Three of Trump's endorsements went to incumbents. Three went to candidates running open seats, and one went to the Georgia challenger, Herschel Walker. So, anyway, uh, he's been winning to some degree, but some pivotal key races, especially if we want to get to the bottom of election fraud, like in Georgia, one of the key states. Um you know, he's lost. Madison, Madison Cawthorn lost. Uh, that was the big push for Trump in North Carolina, a loss. So anyway, there's a lot about this. The party turning against him. That, And I'm not here to down Trump. I'm just here to say the big hope that all these Trump candidates were going to win and it was going to be a sweep in 2022 and then a, a landslide for Trump in 2024 is not happening, Sheriff. Yeah, I think it remains to be seen. I think there's a lot of more. There's still quite a few more going on. Um, I just came from a rally for a sheriff candidate in Nevada, and uh, there were a couple of candidates for governor there as well as the sheriff race. And um, the uh, former President Trump has uh, endorsed uh, current sheriff Lombardo, from the Clark County Sheriff's Office, or what they call Las Vegas Metro. Uh, and that one alarmed me, and the one here in Arizona that he has done alarms me. And I will tell you what Trump is doing. He's not really concerned with high-quality constitutional candidates. Um, he's a little bit doing this out of revenge, like he had a big rally out in Wyoming, and it appears that uh, Liz Cheney is going to lose and lose bad. Uh, and I think that will be a huge feather in Trump's cap. Uh, but I believe that Democrats and the liberals are going to embrace her. and She's going to be made a hero, of course, and she'll probably get her own show on CNN or something like that. Uh, but 
Uh, I cannot stand the woman. I never liked her and never li- uh, cared for her father. And it, it just uh, it, it boils down to this. And this is my political observation. Trump isn't trying necessarily to get great candidates into office nationwide. Trump is trying to make sure that he is increasing his base political support nationwide by supporting candidates who look like they have a real good chance to win or they're already ahead in the polls. And then those people, in turn, must endorse and and get behind him in 2024. And that is what is going on. He is increasing and trying to solidify his political base for 2024. And, Sam, I've made some very huge predictions on your uh, radio show before when I said the Democrats would cheat, lie, cheat, steal, and murder to, to get him out, which they did. And now, thank goodness, there are some sheriffs leading the way in doing investigations uh, on uh, the D'Souza 2000 Mules uh, documentary. Every state, especially the six or seven swing states, uh, should be investigating voter fraud now because of the evidence presented by D'Souza. I'm not saying that I have drawn my conclusions except one. The only conclusion from 2000 Mules that I have drawn is that there's enough evidence there to uh, justify investigations in every state in the country, especially the six or seven swing states. And yet we still have AGs and sheriffs Uh, who are playing politics with this investigation and with this information, hiding, running, and politically manipulating the entire thing. What a shame and disgrace this has become for our nation's law enforcement. There's no doubt about that, and I agree that Donald Trump is trying to um, ratchet up his influence uh, and his win record, and I think in many cases he's winning. I don't disagree with that. Uh, but how much of that is a Trump win versus just a general Republican Party win? Whenever the Democrats or somebody else is in power, usually there's a kind of a referendum on their runaway belligerence, whatever party it be. And so a lot of that's backlash with or without Trump. Time will tell where that goes. But do you think Trump will run in 24, number one? And number two, do you think he'll win? And number three, who do you think will, will they put against him, Sheriff? <laughs> I don't think there's any doubt that he's running. He's already running. Uh, he's doing these rallies. He's doing these endorsements. Uh, there's no question. Uh, 100% Trump is running in 2024. Uh, and why? Because you've done the worst thing ever, and that is uh, kick him out of office, uh, really a blow to his ego, how he left. Uh, and he said that the Democrats were going to cheat, just as I did. I agreed with him on that. He was totally correct. But let's be clear, uh, the Democrats said there was going to be cheating before Donald even said it. So they're on board, too. Now they just jettison it because it's President oh, sure. Trump saying that and us saying that. Yes. So they got to go against it. But they made that claim forever, too. Let's not just think it's a Republican idea. Oh, Democrats have complained no, and have cheated, too. Correct. Yeah, you're totally right on dark, target right there. Uh, every election that was close with uh, George Bush, uh, they were screaming voter fraud and, and cheating and uh, the hanging Chad thing was pretty ridiculous and whatnot, and that went against them. Uh, Rutherford B. Hayes is another one way back in history over 100 years ago. 
uh, that uh, really looked like cheating. Uh, there's been others. This is not, nothing new. Uh, but the uh, what what happens is the computerized tabulation guarantees that the uh, manipulation of votes or the outright cheating is protected and is solidified that uh, you can do it uh, every time. Uh, these early voting uh, rules and machines uh, are another way. And we saw that on D'Souza's film. Uh, so, again, I'll say it on your show again. If D'Souza has lied and fabricated this movie and fabricated these allegations, then these people should be suing him. He should be charged criminally for uh, false uh, reporting uh, and uh, false accusations. Uh, on the other hand, every sheriff should be looking into this. Every sheriff in America. And Sheriff. So, Paul here's the next Jones, question. You should be. Donald doing Trump. This. Here's the next question. Donald Trump says that he'll run in 24. Dick Morris says to Newsmax, Trump will not just run in 2024, but he'll win. So if that's true, will he really go after vote fraud? The first go around, he complained of vote fraud. He put a vote fraud commission in place, but then the Democrats and the Republicans uh, betrayed him and dismantled the whole thing. Uh, he threatened yeah. to lock up Hillary Clinton the first time. Now we have the goods on Hillary. She literally created the dossier against Donald knowingly and willingly and committed vote fraud by attacking him with dishonest uh, information as a candidate and even as president. They spied on him uh, and kept the dishonest narrative going to the tune of billion, millions of taxpayer dollars. Uh, and so now will he really lock up Hillary? Will he really get to the bottom of the birth certificate of Barack Obama and the forgery? And will he really get to the bottom of vote fraud? Or if he gets elected, will we just hear a lot of rhetoric and no real action? Yeah, and I've said this before. Uh, you know, he promised to drain the swamp. He he no more drained the swamp than fly to the moon. He picked swamp people to be in his cabinet. And and so if you're going to drain the swamp, uh, don't put the swamp in your in your cabinet. Uh, and so I, I was really taken aback by that, and I am still uh, upset with him on several things he's done. Uh, regarding the vaccination and uh, appointments and uh, following the Constitution uh, and uh, allowing Sam Gerard to go to prison. And boy, they've uh, increased. Uh, they've doubled down now under Biden uh, going after Amish farmers. And uh, I, I am so fed up with all of that. Uh, you just hardly know where to begin with all the corruption. And there, there are no criminal investigations going on towards Hillary Clinton, which should be happening. None towards Bill Clinton and his sexual perversion and his trips to uh, the sex ranch in New Mexico with Epstein. And uh, Hunter Biden, uh, everyone knows he's a crook. If the IRS were to go after him, uh, Biden would, uh, Hunter would be in prison for the rest of his life. Uh, him detailing and documenting where he's made money when he's never had a real job. Uh, and the lady that uh, went after him for child support got Biden. Uh, Hunter Biden just gave her two and a half million dollars. Where do you get that? He just gave her two and a half million. Uh, so it's astonishing how all of these crimes uh, don't go undetected, but they certainly go uh, unprosecuted and uninvestigated. And that'll keep happening. And yet we have good people, good, honest American people who lose their homes to the IRS, 
uh, without batting an eye, and uh, no one does anything about it. Uh, Amish farmers now, Amos Miller in Pennsylvania, is being ruined and run out of business because he didn't get his proper permission from the FDA to uh, slaughter uh, pigs on his ranch and, and provide food and, and uh, a co-op for people who want to join with him and enjoying uh, his products. It, it's gotten so out of hand. It is so ridiculous. It's so lamentable. And so it, I believe, it can I be believe really Trump will run in 2024, but I don't know who his running mate will be, and I don't believe that he'll run against Joe Biden. It'll be somebody else. No, it won't be Biden. But it the recent poll showed that Kamala Harris beats DeSantis by a couple uh, points, but uh, Trump beats her by about 10. So I don't know who they're going to pick. The, the three uh, high picks for Democrats is Kamala and Elizabeth Warren. Oh, gosh. And, oh, yes. And Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Um, those are the three top candidates right now for the Democrats. And I don't believe DeSantis is going to run this time. He's young. Uh, he might uh, Trump might be smart to try to pick him. Or he picks, you know, some Hispanic uh, or black uh, Republican and uh, tries to solidify uh, the minority vote, which are already going his direction. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you what, we'll keep an eye on the ball of what's happening. I wanted Sheriff Mack to kind of break that down because that really, in my opinion, has to do with the election fraud discussions. Are we really going to get to the bottom of the election fraud issue? We know it's a scandal. We know it's a problem. Uh, None of the real uh, investigations uh, have been honest. You know, when we go to court, they don't reject it on the merits of the case or take the evidence or look at it. They just reject it and say, you have no standing. Congress never looked into it. They just had an insurrection, they claim, and then they sidestepped their duty. So every time they tell you there's no vote fraud, courts and everybody else has proven that to be false. They lie. They haven't even looked at the evidence, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we got to dig into. Hour one in the can, hour two coming up with Sheriff Mack on the Sheriff Mack Show, simulcast with Liberty Roundtable Live. We'll see you all in a second. God save the United States of America. Dr. Alan Keyes, live every weekday, 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern. Alan has been a constant voice for the treatment of conservative principles in America, fighting for basic human rights to include the most vulnerable, our children in the womb. We hope that you are enjoying our show, Let's Talk America. So we have a simple request. Would you consider going to our website and making a donation to keep us on the air? Please consider your very best gift to help us continue broadcasting by going to www.imtv.us and mark it monthly reoccurring if you don't mind. On behalf of Dr. Alan Keyes and our staff, we sure do thank you. Enjoy the show.
My fellow Americans, welcome back to the Sugar Mac Show. My name is Sam Bushman. I'm the operations director of the CSPOA, CSPOA.org. And Sheriff Mack is the founder and president of the CSPOA. And the whole goal is to create a partnership between citizens and their sheriffs. A lot of people uh, listen to the song, I Shot the Sheriff. We reject that. We change it to I Back the Sheriff because that's where the solutions start, Sheriff Mack. First of all, I hate that song, but (laughs) mostly because it's just a lousy tune. But uh, I don't like the message from it either, obviously. But uh, we're grateful to have one of the greatest sheriffs uh, in the country on the program today uh, with one of the greatest sheriff wives in the country. Uh, love to have both of them. We're grateful for that. But first, I have dun, dun, dun. the greatest 10th Amendment decision ever rendered, quote. Folks, don't, do not forget, Sam was absolutely correct. Uh, the Mac Prince case is the uh, greatest and most powerful 10th Amendment decision ever rendered by the U.S. Supreme Court. And why? Because Scalia wrote it and he did not try to make new law. He simply reinforced American history and he reinforced the Constitution. Uh, and so I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I've said this one before, Sam, but this bears repeating. Uh, and I'm going to quote it again and again. Uh, not every time, but this one really gets to me because Scalia quotes the Federalist Papers in this most amazing, miraculous decision. The only time in history where sheriffs sued the federal government and won. The quote comes from Federalist number 51. Hence, a double security arises to the rights of the people. The different governments will control each other at the same time that each will be controlled by itself. What a great quote. I love it. It speaks for itself. And Sam, thank you for being on with me and helping me with the Sheriff Mac show. And let's get to our wonderful guest. And before we do, that's why the sheriff is so critical, ladies and gentlemen. They mock us and ridicule us because we say the sheriff is the highest executive authority in his jurisdiction, in his county. Uh, they try to play games and act like the federal government has godlike status over the states. That's an absolute lie. Uh, your case blows that narrative out of the water with Anthony Scalia highlighting that it's a dual sovereign scenario and then further explaining that Sheriff Mack was not able to keep his oath of office and obey the federal government at the same time. It was a, a, an impossibility. And thus, the reality of the sheriff is that he has tremendous power. Remember, the checks and balances, all three branches of government exist at the county level. The sheriff is the executive, like equivalent to the president in his jurisdiction. Okay, the legislative body is usually a county commission or advisors, or uh, they have different names for them. And then you got the DA, which represents the um, judicial. And so uh, on the local level, the three branches of government have those appropriate divisions as well. With that, let's introduce... Our sheriff. Well, I'm telling you, Sam, I have to say something about uh, Sheriff Songer. Uh, he is a life member of the CSPOA. Um, he did that on his own. As you know, I don't ask sheriffs to join the CSPOA uh, as far as dues uh, are concerned. And he paid money to become a uh, life member of the CSPOA. He's been a staunch supporter of the Constitution. He's been a tremendous example of what a true constitutional sheriff is nationwide. 
Uh, his wife has joined with him in many of the meetings that he has attended and many that he has spoken at. Uh, he was on our panel discussion uh, when we had five sheriffs from across the country appear at the uh, Red Pill Expo, uh, or was that the Freedom Fest? That was Freedom Fest. It was the Freedom Fest, yeah, but it was yeah, at the same time. Yeah, bigger than Red place. Pill, by the way. Red Pill Expo was a good one, too, but <laughs> uh, the Freedom Fest uh, in South Dakota uh, at uh, Rapid City. Uh, of course, that area is known for Mount Rushmore. So, And, and I believe that uh, uh, Sheriff Bob Songer will go down in history uh, e- equivalent to the people that uh, uh, whose bus stand uh, at the mountain there in the Black Hills of South Dakota at Mount Rushmore. Uh, I believe that sincerely. I believe he's a, uh, a stalwart example of what uh, we're after in America, and that is to take back America county by county, and thereby making the corruption of Washington, D.C., and in his state, Olympia, uh, the state capital, uh, irrelevant in destroying uh, the liberties of the people. And when government comes in and oppresses the people, the sheriff and all other public officials in the state, but especially the sheriff, has the responsibility to protect them from all enemies, both foreign and domestic. And with that, Sheriff Bob Songer, welcome to the Sheriff Mack Show. Thank you so much for an outstanding introduction. And, uh, of course, you know... Us kid, and we don't kid each other. The leader of the constitutional sheriffs is Sheriff Mack. Uh, I look up to him. He's an outstanding individual. Well, thank you. Thank you, Sheriff. Um, Sheriff. Now let's talk a little bit about so people understand, Sheriff Bob. What, tell us about your law enforcement history. You've been at this for a little bit, huh, Sheriff? (laughs) Just a little. A little over 50 years in law enforcement. And I started out as a reserve in Washougal. Uh, Washington in 69, and then hired full-time as a Clark County Sheriff in Vancouver, Washington. Served there 20 and a half years, uh, last six and a half of that as undersheriff of the department, and ended up uh, running for election in 1990, lost that election to sheriff, was a gaming commission uh, agent for a very short time, police chief in Elko, Nevada, and uh, I might say I'm so proud of Elko becoming a constitutional county. Uh, that's uh, just outstanding. And then served four years, as I said, as the police chief there. And then as a armed bailiff for Judge Ames out of Elko County. And then hired on as a contract deputy in Clickatack County, Washington, uh, patrolling the mountain ranges for cattle rustlers, timber theft, and so forth. And then ran for sheriff in 2014 of Clickatack County was elected and I'm finishing up my second term and uh, running for re-election for a third term. So that's kind of a Sheriff Mack, overview. I was two when this gentleman got started. <laughs> it makes me feel good, sir. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could say the same, but uh, uh, Sheriff Songer and I are only about five years apart. And uh, yeah. he... Had a big, huge announcement just recently where he's going to run again for one more term. Uh, we're not quite certain how his wife, Fran, feels about that. But maybe we better not bring up any family problems like that. <laughs> but uh, no, the reason I focus on 
The reason I focus on how long he's been there, though, really is to highlight this incredible legacy, though. Uh, you know, you've oh, got yeah. somebody this experienced in law enforcement doubling down uh, on the value of and the leadership provided by the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. So when all the critics come up, hey, the experts in law enforcement from Joe Arpaio to Bob Songer to I could go on and on and on, they realize the truth of what Sheriff Mack and what the CSPOA teaches and the value uh, of the offerings from the CSPOA. Sheriff Mack? Yeah, uh, there's no question. Um, uh, in fact, uh, I'm not quite certain I remember the exact incident that brought Sheriff Songer and the CSPOA together. Uh, but I think I heard in the news that he was doing some tremendous things in his county. Uh, and I called him. Is, is that the way you remember it too, Sheriff Songer? It is. It was over I-1639, an anti-gun law that our governor oh, yeah. and, uh, uh, pushed, um, uh, in my opinion was totally unconstitutional law to take second amendment rights away from our citizens. Yeah. And isn't it amazing that, uh, we all have a responsibility to uphold and defend the constitution and, and not just the United States Supreme court, which has been wrong on a lot of different issues, but the way I see the oath of office is that I have to uphold and defend the Constitution and the principles of liberty that are protected therein, and that I have to do my part to protect those, even if the Supreme Court says just the opposite. Uh, exactly. I think principles, yeah. the principles have to survive the whims of the Supreme Court, or even worse, is their their uh, dedication to uh, the party uh, that got them put into office, and and right now it looks way too much uh, on the side of politics when it comes to Supreme Court decisions instead of the principles of American idealism. Uh, now, Sheriff, so you were taking a strong stand against gun control from uh, the state legislature in Washington. And you had quite a few interviews from national press and local press uh, on that issue. How did they treat you? Um, the interviews, actually, the people that conducted those treated me very well. Uh, I think, you know, that most people across this country, other than the far left, of course, uh, believe in the Second Amendment. Because without that Second Amendment, the rest of those amendments are not going to mean much. There's a reason our forefathers put that Second Amendment in place, and uh, yeah. so yeah, I've of course I've gotten criticism as well from that, but you know that's part of the job, and uh, and I am so proud of the fact that I'm able to serve our citizens in our county uh, as a constitutional sheriff. You know, I tell them, I said, you know, look, the sheriff has a lot of responsibilities. Uh, Going after bad guys, running the jail, civil process, numerous things, court, courts, and so forth. But his primary job, above all, when government becomes the bad guy, is to intervene and stand up for the citizen. It, yeah, intervene. Amen That's a good that, word. Uh, gentlemen. The, the word that we use in our training is interpose, but it's uh, that's a synonym of intervene. Uh, the sheriff is required 
to interpose on behalf of the people. And again, Sam, you said this at the beginning, and you have heard this from us numerous times, Sheriff Songer. Has there ever been a time where we have advocated violence of all the meetings and all the times that you've met with me or or our staff? No, not at all. At no time. How about, uh, have you t- heard us talk about white supremacy or racism uh, and and uh, anything else to do, to do with um, putting down minorities? No, in fact, anything spoken about white supremacy was was not to uh, support that. In fact, against that. <laughs> and that is absolutely correct, and we never will uh, side with racist or white supremacists. We never have. And folks, uh, you heard it here. Yeah, from we did bring it up when they tried to call me a racist, and I just uh, documented to the sheriff how absurd that whole idea is. And the sheriff's had a good laugh at that because they know the truth. Exactly. And if yeah, I could just quickly, I had some of the far left in our county uh, make a complaint with our Washington State Training Commission because now the governor's created a citizen review board for officer complaints. And uh, anyway, they filed a complaint. Uh, the investigator called me and said, Sheriff, we need to uh, inform department heads when there's been a complaint filed against one of your people. And I said, oh, really? Uh, who's the complaint against? They said, you. And I, <laughs> I said, well, what, what, what is the complaint? Well, you are a member of or associated with domestic terrorist anti-government uh, groups. And I started to laugh and I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I am not a member of Black Lives Matter or Antifa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they, uh, they turned around and about two weeks later sent me a letter from the state stating that they're dropping the complaint. It didn't fit their criteria. Well, and what oh, we need uh, them to do now is double down, though. And we need to file a complaint against who's making these false, dishonest, immoral assertions that have no basis in reality. Uh, doctor, Sheriff well, this, Bob Songer. Yeah, and this is what's interesting. I asked who filed the complaint. Uh, it's anonymous. We don't give out that name. So I, I, I thought somewhere in the Constitution you have a right to face your accuser. Face our accuser. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not in the day and age. But, but I want to pivot That's the discussion. A, we only have a short time with Sheriff Songer, uh, Richard Mack. And I want to pivot the yeah. discussion to, you know, I mentioned at the start of the broadcast, the sheriff gets his authority when he's elected and swears his oath of office and, and he's put into to position, that's where his authority comes from. We, the people, delegate that authority and elect him, and he assumes that authority uh, upon his swearing in, if you will. But the sheriff derives his power from the people who back the sheriff, thus the sheriff's posse. Now, we have a sheriff's posse on the general level uh, through the CSPOA, CSPOA.org. We've got weekly webinars for that posse to help guide and support and train uh, them. But Bob Songer, and the reason that I highlighted his, uh, you know, extremely long stint in law enforcement is because of the experience that we can really gain from this Sheriff Mack. And he has created a sheriff's posse and has furthermore written a guide uh, to help the people and to help other sheriffs understand how to put things in, these together, how they function, uh, etc. Start there, Sheriff Mack. Well, the posse is uh, 
one of the biggest things that we've promoted uh, in the CSPOA, because just as you said, Sam, uh, it is a relationship that we are trying to create at the CSPOA between the people and the sheriffs and sheriff's offices uh, across the country. And uh, of course, we do uh, encourage every citizen uh, to become a member of the CSPOA posse. And you can do that at CSPOA.org. And we, we need you to do that. And that's part of the success of the CSPOA is contingent upon how involved the American people are with the posse so that we can get you trained. In fact, we have a, in about two and a half hours from now, we have a CSPOA posse webinar every Tuesday morning. And we invite all of you to become uh, a part of that. But you can see the sheriffs in history that have utilized the people or dash the posse. And posse actually means power. But posse, the power of every government comes from we the people. First three words of the Constitution. So, Sheriff Songer, give us a few more uh, intimate details about your uh, posse and how it works. I'd be happy to, Sheriff. Thank you. Uh, Mission statement for the Sheriff's Posse is the Sheriff's Posse is made up of citizen volunteers working in a partnership with the Clickitack County Sheriff's Office to reduce crime throughout Clickitack County by establishing and maintaining a safe living environment for the citizens, which includes the right of all persons within Clickitack County to be free from criminal attack, to be secure in their possessions, and to live travel, and exist in peace. Now, having said that, I have approximately 145 posse members right now. We're recruiting. We want to get up to 200. These are citizens, and I consider it community policing as well, working with the sheriff's office in trying to prevent crime and report crime. Now, the general posse does not have arrest authority, but I would give that to them under emergency search situations. But as a general rule, they don't have arrest authority. But they do so many things. This is not just a ceremonial posse. Might add, the biggest posse in the state of Washington. They work the county fairs for us, security, beer gardens. They uh, do uh, patrol through their neighborhoods. They have a plaque, a magnetic plaque that goes on the side of their vehicle. It says, click attack county sheriff's posse patrol with a star. Uh, cool. Their, their job is to observe, document, and report. And they, uh, I'm so proud of the posse members we have. They're made up. I've got a mayor that's a posse member, state legislature that's a posse member. Uh, just to give you an example of some different, uh, levels of people in our community. But we do a criminal background check to make sure that we have people on there that are, uh, honest people and do not have criminal history. Uh, but they just do so much for our community. They uh, do a lot of security work for us. And now I have got four or five posse members that I've uh, bumped up to special deputy position because they work security in the courtrooms. And they do have a, I give them a limited security uh, rest hours if an uh, inmate breaks from the courtroom or a problem in the courtroom or in the courthouse. They have the author- authority to uh, hold on to that individual and 
until a, a fully commissioned officer arrived. Man, I and his sheriff's man ready. Oh, so we love that. That that is amazing. Um, and and I'll tell you what uh, I got to ask you is your wife a member of the posse or does she just kind of leave that to you? No, actually she okay, is. Uh, Way to go, she, uh, <laughs> Yeah, she uh, she she is, and she's also a member of the women uh, behind the, or supported the badge. So uh, she she's pretty wow. active in these things. So very proud Way of to her. go, friend. Good job. So, Taking um, care of business, ladies and gentlemen. Now, look, you've also created a guide to help other sheriffs uh, kind of go through this um, posse to understand how to use them, uh, how to carry them out, what, what their responsibilities are, etc. right? Right. Not only we uh, we have a policy and procedure manual, but every month we have a meeting with the posses. I've got an East End County posse. Uh, Central, I have three divisions in the central area of the county and a division over on the west end of the county. And each month we meet with those divisions and provide training. And uh, a lot of those posse members were able to attend Chris Ann Hall's constitutional law, uh, which was very good. And uh, so we, we provide all this training constantly. And those who want to carry a gun in uniform, they go through our NRA uh, qualification, certification, and they're, uh, and they carry in uniform. Of course, it doesn't prevent them as a citizen uh, to carry any time, but as a posse member in uniform, uh, for liability reasons, obviously, we have them go through the proper training and certification. Sure. And, uh, and, and that's so, a key point there, Sheriff Songer. I'm glad you brought that part up because folks, the posse can be utilized however the sheriff wants and they can be exactly. trained extensively or not. However, the sheriff wants. And that's the key point of all of that. It's completely under the direction of the county sheriff. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. Sheriff Mac, Bob Songer, Sam Bushman will all be back in mere seconds. You are watching the Sheriff Mac Show. Archives will be available at Brighteon.com. Live, Brighteon.tv. You are watching. Ohio Brett here, host of the Ohio Brett Show for God, Country, and Sports on Brideon.tv. Brideon.tv, the fastest growing streaming TV network in the world. And the reason why it's so important, because the Lord is using us to get truth out to we the people. Center left, center right, we're uniting like never before. Blacks, whites, Asian, and Hispanics, all uniting on Brideon.tv. Brideon.tv, we'll see you soon. For your support of this platform, use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com. At the Brighteon Store, we offer a variety of colloidal silver solutions that we make in Texas using Texas rainwater and specialized circuitry that I personally designed to produce silver ions in purified rainwater. 
We have a colloidal silver extra strength spray, a silver-based first aid gel, as well as a colloidal silver herbal mouthwash solution that people just rave about. Each one of these is subjected to our rigorous laboratory testing for metals, glyphosate, and microbiology in order to ensure product purity and safety for your health. We manufacture our own silver products right in the heart of Texas and deliver them to you using our own warehousing and fulfillment infrastructure that we built to serve real America. All of us here at Brighton thank you for your support. Shop our silver products at BrightonStore.com. J&M Jewelry provides online jewelry appraisals that are convenient, secure, and affordable. Appraisals are usually completed within 48 hours and sent directly to your email. Contact us today or visit our website to use our appraisal request form. jandmjewelry.com The Sheriff Mack Show continues with guest sitting Sheriff Bob Songer of Cook County, Washington. His lovely wife, Fran, in the house as well. Sheriff Richard Mack and myself at your service. Sheriff Mack, you were talking to the uh, sitting Sheriff Bob Songer about uh, posses and about the value of them. And you were mentioning that sheriffs literally can have the posse do whatever they want. They can be highly trained, not trained at all, used in a variety of services. It's really at the pleasure of the well, let me say this again, ladies and gentlemen, the top executive in his county sheriff. Yeah, that's it. And, uh, you know, we've been told, uh, well, they, the complaint about us, Sam, has been, as you alluded to earlier, that um, sheriffs can just do whatever they want and they can pick and choose uh, what laws to enforce and what laws not to enforce. And um, we have not trained that sheriffs get to pick and choose. We have trained that the argument about picking and choosing is completely a moot point, null and void, uh, because the oath of office is the only thing that matters. The argument about picking and choosing end or ends at the time the sheriff swears an oath in God's name to uphold and defend the Constitution. So he must enforce and defend the Bill of Rights specifically, and uh, the Constitution generally. But in the execution of his job, he must comply with the Constitution because that is what he promised to do. And we have such a sheriff on with us today and his lovely wife, Fran. Sheriff Bob Songer, thank you for what you have done. And let me ask you one question uh, that you think sheriffs across the country need to be doing uh, a lot more of that most of them aren't doing today. I didn't run this past you before, but I'd like your honest opinion on that. What is it that sheriffs need to be doing across this country? In my opinion, the sheriffs need yes. to involve the community. They need to get the citizens to work with them in a partnership. Call it community policing. I call it community, community policing slash posse deputies. Uh, by them working in a partnership with you, you build credibility throughout the community. And uh, you have citizen support 
and a lot of the actions you take or requests you make of a board of county commissioners um, for budget uh, reasons and everything else. Um, but that's one of the things that I've thought very hard on when I first got elected to office was I need to work with the citizens. And, and part of the citizens are our posse, and uh, we never want to lose sight of that. These are people that we work for, even though they're volunteering and working for us. For example, I have six pilots that are part of our posse special deputy program. They fly for the county at no cost to the taxpayers whatsoever, not even for fuel. And what for a small department like ours, we couldn't ask for anything better. Uh, I have six, seven, excuse me, seven hound handlers that uh, when we have a problem predator, cougar or bear, uh, they'll go out at my request and they'll hunt down the predator and make the community safer. Um, ranchers lose livestock. Uh, we've had cougars right in town here. Uh, so it's a public safety issue. And uh, I've gotten a lot of pushback from some folks on that. But the majority of people support that because of public safety. That's the bottom line. And uh, now, but where's the county located? It's uh, along the Columbia River. If you take uh, Highway 97 off of 14 on the Columbia River, Highway 14, you go north toward Yakima. We're 10 miles up off of the river there. So, uh, yeah. it's, so it's not hard to find. Yes. So northeast. <laughs> yeah. And and I might add, uh, we uh, from one end of our county to the other is, two, uh, is a little over 100 miles. We have responsibility for the Marine Patrol on the river. Uh, we have reserve deputies that help out on that process. Uh, of course, our regular commission deputies. Our entire, entire department as commissioned officers, we have uh, 19, and that includes myself. Our population for the county is about 22,000. Uh, you can see quickly that uh, we're less than one deputy per thousand population. All the more reason. You need to have citizen volunteers to help you with. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we would be in hot water if we didn't have uh, citizen support through the posse. Amen. And I want to clearly okay. state that a lot of the posse members, if not all of them, most of them are volunteer positions too, saving the taxpayers big money. Right, Sheriff Sunger? Yes, and I uh, made a report to the county commissioners uh, uh, at the first of the year based on last year, our posse hours, uh, patrol hours, the involvements they've had, uh, pilots that fly, uh, reserve deputies and so forth. The county saved over a half a million dollars in services they got free from volunteering. Think uh, about that well, solution, Sheriff Mack, that you're proposing all across the country. And Bob Songer, one sheriff out of 3,081 plus sheriffs in the country, saved well over a half a million dollars because of the uh, reality of the posse. This is serious business, gentlemen. Yes. Well, and, and, and Sheriff Songer, when, when government comes in to either try what they've promise to do and uh, confiscate people's uh, firearms, or if they tried to go door-to-door -door and get people vaccinated, uh, you would have to have help from the posse or from the citizenry to make sure that doesn't happen, wouldn't you? 
Absolutely, and I've made it extremely clear if there were those kind of uh, attempts created in our county, I'd call a public meeting and have people raise their right hand, swear them in as deputies, and there is no way in hell they would be taking firearms from people or mandatory vaccinations. Wow. Ladies it. and gentlemen, you got a, city, to go. a sitting sheriff saying this and then deputizing <laughs> his posse members to back this up. This is real, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and if he, if the sheriff doesn't have any authority like they claim, how is this allowed to be happening? Because they know that he has authority because they know he has yep. the power in his authority because of his sheriff's posses, Sheriff Mack. Yeah, and that's another key point. The sheriffs are connected in the state of Washington. And Sheriff Songer, are there rumors or attempts to try to appoint the sheriff so they can get people in there who they will know will do what they're told? Well, so far, not in Clickadette County, but King County went to home rule and their sheriff in King County is appointed like a police chief. Shame. That violates a key fundamental principle, ladies and gentlemen. When you move to appointed, they answer to somebody else, Sheriff Songer. Yes. Having served as a police chief for four years, now going on eight years as sheriff, I can tell you there's a world of difference. As sheriff, I work for the people, not for the Board of County Commissioners, not for the governor. They're not my boss. Uh, the people that are, uh, that I serve is my boss. Um, right. As a police chief, you work for the mayor. And at, and as a police chief, you can be let go for no cause at any time if, uh, if the city council and the mayor disagreed with one of your positions. So you have a, a lot of freedom as a sheriff to do your job and uh, serve the citizens of your county. All right, let's well, focus let a little more on the posse guide and, and let people know, how do they get that? Can sheriffs get a copy? How can that be shared to help people understand the proper role, exactly. how to carry them out effectively, safely, et cetera? Sheriff Songer? Absolutely. Um, I'll give you my email. It's Bob S, all lower caps, of course, Bob S at County, all one word, dot org, O-R-G, and my cell number is 509-261-1833. 509-261-1833. Any sheriff that is interested, and a couple have been, and we've sent uh, the materials to them, but any sheriff that is interested in thinking about uh, creating their own posse, uh, please give me a call uh, or, or email me either way, and we'll make sure that you get the materials to... Uh, our policy and procedures, uh, our application background checks, uh, those kind of things are very important. And we'll get you those documents. And, and I'm always happy to discuss it uh, with them personally over the phone or in person uh, on how they may go about doing that. Wow. That is and fantastic. Sheriff Mack, this just highlights some of the services the CSPOA offers, sir. Well, yes. Uh, and as a matter of fact, uh, I wanted to ask uh, Mrs. Songer. She's still there, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> She's hiding over in the corner. <laughs> Fran, Fran, I know that you have been to a lot of our meetings, uh, to our conferences, conventions, seminars. Uh, 
probably more than any other sheriff's wife has uh, in the last yeah. 10 years. Uh, I would like to ask you, what has been the number one thing that has impressed you by uh, what you have learned? What is the number one thing that you've learned from the CSPOA that has impressed you the most? I think how the sheriffs all stand together. You know, they, uh, you're fighting for our constitution. And, uh, I didn't know a lot until I married Bob and I have learned a lot of things. And, uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. It's just about all you fight. Well, he didn't know a lot until he married you. True. (laughs) True. Well, well, friend, thank you. It's always, uh, it's always a joy to be with you. Uh, and we appreciate your involvement with your posse, uh, and, and with the CSPUA. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. You guys have a good day. All right. See you later. There she is, ladies and gentlemen. The, uh, the real woman behind the man that makes it all possible. Uh, she knows more about it. I know how that feels, don't I, Sam? And she sticks with him, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know how you know how I feel about that too, right, Sam? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, my but, wife is. But definitely the good news the, is that that's how stable things happen, thing. though. That's how leadership yeah. happens, uh, you know. And uh, uh, Mrs. Songer l- literally has an opportunity to make a difference in her own way, whether she's a member of the posse uh, in a direct form or not. She's the chief advisor, without a doubt. Sheriff Mack. Yeah. yeah, and rightfully so. Uh, but I, I, I spent a lot of time with both. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. And oh, I just meant she's like the they have, top. She has his ear more than anybody else is all I was trying to say, even though I use the word woman. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there's about how, how many uh, female sheriffs do you have in Washington? Maybe one or two? Yes. I, I believe... Well, I believe at least one. Yeah. Because uh, there's uh, only about 18. There, there's no more than 20 nationwide. And w- w- it's fine with us. We certainly have worked with uh, all sheriffs. Uh, and it doesn't matter to us what gender. But there's just not very many female sheriffs in America. Uh, and, right. hey, uh, we we make no bones about it. Uh, the, the sheriffs that are in there that are females are wonderful sheriffs. Uh, most of them know what they're doing. I would certainly like to see, as uh, Fran alluded to, I'd like to see more sheriffs come together in the support and defense of the Constitution. And, of course, that's what that's we true. train them to do. That's why we're called Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, and, and that's what we promote. And, again, Sheriff Songer, thank you so much for that. Uh, listen, uh, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm pretty sure you you know, but I'm not positive this because I don't think I've talked to you directly, but uh, you know that we're making this the number one push in the CSPOA right now that sheriffs, sheriffs across the country, especially in the swing states of the 2020 election, that they start their own independent investigations, thorough and professional investigations on the information exposed in the movie 2000 Mules. You're aware of that, right? Yes. In fact, I did an email back to you folks on that. I did get the opportunity to review that uh, video. And uh, after you watch the 2000 Mules uh, documentary, 
if you walk away from that not thinking that that election was stolen, then uh, you got to be in a dream world. Because it's very obvious, at least based on what's been presented there, that uh, that election, the presidential election, was absolutely stolen. Yeah, and, and I'm not drawing that conclusion yet as far as the investigation goes. I just want to tell the people, get it investigated. Sheriffs, yes. the evidence that Sheriff Songer is talking about is very compelling. It's very difficult not to draw that conclusion. But let's, as impartial investigators, let's just look at it and say, okay, D'Souza's lying and he fabricated the whole thing. Or there's a very serious, serious crime, one of the most serious crimes that ever been perpetrated in the history of the United States. And we have a moral and lawful inv- uh, obligation to investigate this. Would you agree with that? And sir? ladies and gentlemen, let's be clear. If there's not vote fraud in your county, let's put that on record as the example to look to for solutions. Let's put that on the record and say, look, it's not all bad guys. So we're not just negative when we call for these investigations. You know what? Um, a lot of times when you investigate, if something comes up clean, that builds confidence and faith and stability and trust uh, as well, sheriffs. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I agree with what Sheriff Mack just stated. Uh, but, you know, after reviewing that, uh, of course, I had my suspicions in the beginning anyway. Yeah. When I watched President Trump have 40,000, 50,000 people at his rallies, and then you see Biden with maybe a 100 people there, common sense would tell you something is not right. Then watch that yeah. uh, documentary, 2,000 Mules. I just reconfirmed a lot of my suspicions. And yes, I think sheriffs should be looking into this. And if it turns out that it's not a valid, uh, valid situation, then we speak out for that as well. Yeah. Is there any way that that could have been happening in your county? It's small enough. I, I think annoying the election people and our auditor's office. Uh, no, they wouldn't put up with that. But that doesn't mean that there are other ways. Because when those ballots go out, uh, if somebody's moved from the county within a year or so, uh, they may not have that information. So a ballot go out to somebody else that's living there who might fill out the ballot. So there's potential for cheating, obviously. But I feel pretty comfortable with the people I know in our county involved in the election process. It's, uh, they try to run it a very fair election. Well, good. That's good to know. Uh, you didn't We're have the drop boxes on like for sure. put in then. Pardon me? Uh, uh, did, did you guys have the drop boxes like it showed in the movie with the mules yes. dropping ballots? You did have those? Uh, okay. Yes, we do have uh, drop boxes throughout the county. So the potential but, is there. You know, no question. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Right. That's something Thank you really so to focus that. on. Before the end of our time, I want to bring up this story, though, because everybody's wondering about the shootings that took place, ladies and gentlemen, and they're really trying to push gun control. One of the greatest efforts of the CSPOA is to have sheriffs stand together, as Mrs. Songers highlighted, against gun control in the past. That's where Sheriff Mack beat Bill Clinton at the Supreme Court. And that's how the CSPO was really born over that quintessential issue. And Lee County, Florida Sheriff, he's a sitting sheriff now. His name is Carmine Marchanel. 
he issued a warning to those who would attack a school in his county following last week's tragedy in Texas. And he simply said this, we're going to kill you. All right. Don't you think about doing this in our county? We will flat out kill you. If you come to do harm, we will shoot you. We will take action. We will not tolerate it in our county. Then a lot of criticism of law enforcement um, for Texas was heaped up on uh, the current case before us. But Marshall said that, look, if an individual goes to one of our schools and uses force, we'll use deadly force. We will shoot them. You will not hurt our children. We will flat out kill you. Sheriff Songer, then Sheriff Mack. Well, I would second that. Uh, I would say that Sheriff spot on. Uh, somebody's going to come to our county with the intent of hurting someone, shooting someone. Uh, yes, they're going to get the, uh, they're going to get the final justice and that they will be shot and killed. Uh, the, uh, the whole school matter, uh, after all these years in law enforcement, I can tell you, I'd like to say that we could respond to a school shooting 30 seconds, save the day, and we'll be heroes. That's not the real world. In my opinion, we need to tighter security on the schools and have volunteer teachers that will put, be put through training and be armed in the schools. Because when that bad guy comes in the school to do harm, that teacher already knows the school layout, and that teacher's right there when it's happening and can put it down before officers even arrived on the scene. I totally agree with that. I, I was a school teacher for seven years uh, just recently, and uh, I'm, t- I'm telling you, what do they do in any school situation where there's a shooting involved? They call for people with guns. They call for yes. law enforcement with guns to come and settle it. The only, the, the, the most logical, common sense uh, response would be to have guns there immediately. And that means arming teachers. Now, even as a former cop and I was a teacher, I didn't want to have a gun on my person. I didn't, but I definitely wanted to have one close by and strategically placed where I could get it in a matter of seconds. And so that's up to the school. That's up to the individual teacher. And we're not wanting to force any teacher to be armed if they don't want to be. But there's always... We would never force anybody, but let's be clear. Let's be clear how this was stopped was a good guy with a gun. So you want to stop it faster, you need more good guys with guns. That's the simple reality right. check we must all face. Right. Yes. And get those posse members patrolling those schools and well, walking through the schools and get the deputies to do it and get uh, uh, school resource officers more. Uh, some places, they say they can't afford them. You can, you must, and we can keep these schools safe. We're flat out of time, ladies and gentlemen. To learn more, cspoa.org. Join the posses today. Get involved and use Bob Solger's posse guide to help you duplicate what's being done in Puckatuck County, Washington, under the direction of Bob Solger. Sheriff-elect, 
Thank you for watching. Liberty ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your... Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your... Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty too. Because part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000 year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2000mules.com. 2000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at freedomfactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. Freedomfactor.org. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media 
that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not yet born, for looking the other way and for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. The award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.